Hi, this is Jin Lally, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stress Bucket Solutions. How are you doing? I hope all is good. Today's episode is uh, another interview with a client of mine who agreed to talk to me. I do appreciate, you know, it's very personal, it's very private, so I try to get my clients to speak about their experiences, sharing as much or as little as they want to, so there's never any pressure. But I want to introduce you this week to Kirsty. So Kirsty did so well. I mean, I cannot tell you how quickly she cottoned on to this solution focus process. Just bang from the first session. She'll describe it in her interviews as she found it difficult, but I was I was really surprised how quickly she made changes. Um, and she did fantastically well and loved the solution focused process. So I'm not gonna say too much. I'm gonna let you listen to her interview, which we've just finished recording. Um, so I'm just putting it all together now. And I just had a fantastic chat and I really enjoy speaking to my clients again um, because it's been a, it been a, a few months now since we finished uh, Kirsty's program. And so it was not, it was lovely to have a catch up with her uh, and see how she's getting on. And she just looked amazing. You could, she was glowing across the screen from me um, online and just doing fabulously well. So it was really great to have a catch up and notice how she is keeping up with her solution focused tools quite easily and onwards and upwards for us. So without further ado, this is uh, Kirsty Sorry. I'm going to let you listen to it now. Hi, Kirsty. Thank you so much for agreeing to record a podcast with me and your experiences of solution focused therapy. I'm really excited to talk to you because I know already how well you did. So I'm going to get stuck right in. Can you um, let people know, just introduce yourself, really? Who are you? What, what, what do you do? And what's what's it all about? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Kirsty. Um, I'm 32 and I'm married with two children, two lovely little children. I've got a four-year-old called Harrison and a nearly two-year-old called Amelia. Um, and yeah, they're absolutely amazing. Um, I currently work as a project controller for a company that I've worked for for about 13 years now. Um, and really a bit of background on where my anxiety stems from would be it's low self-esteem really um, and lack of confidence and that was identified when I had some cognitive behavioral therapy a few years ago um, and I got to a position where I felt like I was failing at home as a mum as a wife and I felt like I was failing at work um, and I just didn't think I was good at anything um, and then I ended up having a conversation with my lovely auntie Chris, who both Jin and I know very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and we were having this general Zoom sort of catch up meeting and I got, got a little bit upset. And I, I know, I think I know the moment where she she thought, right, I need to try and help Kirsty. I need to point her in the direction of some something that will actually help her. And it was when I said to her that, so I, I achieved a, a degree in social sciences in 2020, and that was through the Open University. So I studied it for about eight years whilst working, whilst raising a family, and I've now got it, got the certificate. And I said to my auntie Chris, I look up at that certificate and I don't think it's mine. It's like my name's on it, but I don't recognise that uh, that be my achievement. Why would I have that? I'm not good enough to have that. And that was when my auntie was just like, you know what, we, we can we can do something about this. I know somebody who can help you. There is something out there that will help you. And then that's how I came to meet Jin. <laughs> yeah, no, it, 
I think what you described there, Kirsty, you know, so many women can relate to that having, you know, young children, that low self-esteem, have all these achievements behind you, but you can't see it, you know, that feeling of overwhelm. So yeah, that that was, thank you for just describing so perfectly and that how you felt and so honestly uh, uh, as well. So you, you said you had sort of a course of CBT before. Mm-hmm. When you first heard about the kind of way I was going to do things, were you skeptical about that at all? Because you'd had some experience in, in you know, mm-hmm. counselings and therapies. And I always, you know, try and advocate, you know, I'm, I'm not going to follow that model. Were you skeptical? What, what was your opinion in that first initial sort of conversation with your auntie and then with me in the, oh, this sounds different? Yeah, so... Um... I didn't understand how it would work because I was always led to believe that therapy meant that you had to dredge up everything that made you feel terrible about yourself in order to then fix yourself. Um, So to hear that there was a way of doing it where you didn't have to look back and you could focus on forward and the positives was, it it seemed a little bit strange, but also quite intriguing as well. Yeah, you were were definitely intrigued, weren't you? I remember you asking loads of questions at the beginning, like, how? How is this going to work? So, yeah, so that's that's a very common sort of doubt from a lot of people. How is this going to work? That assumption that you have to go into your past and unpick it all. Um, uh, And so what what surprised you once we started getting going with the sessions? Were you surprised how much I stuck to that, that I didn't ask you anything about your past? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was was a very strange... um, experience the first I say the first few um mm. not sitting there and, and saying well this is what makes me feel bad and this and this and that and that but being stopped and being told um you know let, let's not concentrate on that side of things let's look at what's positive and it's when you say what's been good about your day and that question was so powerful and it stopped me in my tracks so many, I mean, the first time, but then even when I knew it was coming, the, the next few times it was, oh, something had to have been good, but what was it? And then the cogs start turning, you start thinking and you suddenly realise, I say suddenly, I mean, after a few weeks, it was, oh my gosh, lots of good things actually happen. Mm-hmm. I've just been in this haze where I just haven't been able to see through it and I haven't been able to see them. And there was that um, particular example that I think you'll remember of when I said I was in McDonald's drive-through. Yeah, and yeah, I, go I on. You tell the story. Get... Well, it, usually I have a little bit of a panic when it comes to counting out change, um, and I'll always resort to my card. It's like, no, I can't do this. I'm, I'm, I'm no good at this. Um, but I, I decided to stick with it, um, and I sat there and I counted it all out. And I started to get a little bit stressed out because there was a queue behind me. I could see that the, the guy that was serving me was like right there. Um, and I just took a deep breath and I saw the guy thought I was bonkers because I, I sat there and I, said, I, was, I was talking to myself. I was like, okay, you can do this. You can do this. Just breathe. It's not a polar bear. <laughs> this, is, this is a good thing. You can do this. And I counted it out. I was so proud of myself and it felt like such a, a tiny thing, but it was so incredibly significant. And I was really proud and I was able to share it with you as well. Yeah. Um, and to be like, I had a bit of a sort of like a light bulb moment. So like, oh, okay. Yep, nothing bad was going to happen just by taking a little bit more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so. <laughs> it was brilliant, wasn't it? It gave you such a sense of control. Yeah. And you felt you had control back. And, and this is the solution focused way in that your feeling of anxiety and out of control 
was related to lots of different things. And you didn't realize that this was actually one of the symptoms, this panicking at McDonald's drive through. But when it resolved itself, it gave you that boost like, oh, I'm, I can be calm anywhere. Yeah, it was just that first little signal. Um, yeah. And it's funny how they come up. Those little things come up first. Your, your brain was ready to deal with that. And the way I describe it is, if you remember, that was what was at the top of your stress bucket. And that came out first. That was easy to resolve. So your brain went, all right, we're going to resolve this issue. This is nothing. Yeah. So that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, and how, I mean, that was quite quick into the first few sessions. How quickly would you say you noticed yeah. differences? And it was different things like that. I think you were expecting the big things we talked about right at the beginning, but these small differences happened quite quickly. How quickly did you notice? And what did you notice? It was, it was within the first few weeks that I kind of, realized what I'd been doing the way that you explain in the very first session the the primitive brain and the intelligent brain I really I really took that and kept that with me and kept thinking about that um, after the first session and tried to identify when I was doing it uh, and because I was I was thinking to myself okay well that's your primitive brain engaged that, that let's not let's try and pull ourselves out of that and up into the intelligent brain that I was able to, like I said before, see through this haze that I'd created around myself of just thinking that everything was terrible. Um, so yeah, so after the first few weeks, it was like I'd have to, it was like I'd have to just stop and take a breath and just sort of be in the moment of what I was thinking and what I was feeling, and then just think to myself, hmm, is it really as bad as what you your primitive brain's telling you that it is? Yeah. And the answer was always, no, it's not. Yeah. 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 <laughs> get back up and, you know, get a little bit of perspective, get a little bit of objectivity. Um, and you'll see it's not as bad as you thought. And yeah. it just, it made me feel so much calmer, so much happier. My tolerance for and, and impatience and the things that would go on with the children, it's obviously, you know, four and, and, and not two yet. It's yeah. very demanding. Um, working part time everything just always felt like too much um, and being able to take that step back meant that my my fuse was longer <laughs> which made me happier because I wasn't snapping at the uh -huh. children like I mean I felt like I was doing it all the time my husband would say that I wasn't but in myself I really thought that I was just terrible yeah. Um, so yeah it was just it it worked so quickly for me that I was just so taken by the whole process I just wanted to, to know more and just keep doing it <laughs> good. good and you've definitely kept up some of the sort of tips and tools that you learned along the way are you still doing things and do you know I always say at the end of sessions I want you to go away and carry on I, I like you to feel empowered do you feel empowered are you carrying on definitely I one of the things I said to Ben my husband was um we need to at the end of the day I'm going to ask you what's been good about your day and then you're going to ask me and we're going to do this together um and we do it we, we nearly do it almost every every evening um wow. especially if, if it's been a little bit of a rough day you know it's just taking that moment to um just really think and 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 push aside anything that was negative that did make you feel a little bit lousy um so obviously work can very quickly kind of bring you down uh, well it, it did me anyway um and just having that that other person to talk to with it and and to bounce off with that 
um that comment but even when I speak to Mandy Chris she'll ask me as well <laughs> yeah yeah good I'm spreading the word yeah everyone talks <laughs> yeah, about what's absolutely. been good <laughs> brilliant was there something you didn't like about our, our sessions or maybe something would there be something you'd warn people about that you know the way to handle sessions was there anything that you would say was you know in a way you know a negative and I'd, I'd ask you to be honest was there something that you thought no that's that didn't work for me so well um I wouldn't call it a negative I would say there was a, a difficult part for me mm-hmm. and that was the the scale of asking how how we how I was feeling and 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 that bit was that bit was fine but then it was trying to put myself all tomorrow if you were if you were the the higher number how would you feel and trying to put myself in that position I found really difficult and and I did have to really think about it and it was it was just it was just that sort of idea of thinking that tomorrow would be even better and and accepting that tomorrow could be even better yeah and then trying to think of how that would look because I'd felt so down for so long it was like I couldn't see how and and it was just that persistence through the sessions of being and, and learning how to how to see how it can be better. So yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a negative and it wasn't that it didn't work. I just found it quite difficult. Yeah. yeah, it is difficult, isn't it? Because it's it's exactly that how. Now remember what I said to you. I was always saying, just imagine, just imagine you are. I've got a magic wand, you are that number. And just imagine what you would be doing. I sort of kept encouraging you to say, just imagine it's a game. We're just playing a game here. Yeah. Just imagine. And that, that's what got you through. But this is the new template for your brain. Once you, If you started thinking about how is that going to happen, we, we need to skip to the part where it does happen. And that's why I was trying to encourage you. And I remember you always saying, oh, Jean, I find this really hard. Mm-hmm. And every yeah. time, though, you came up with something. You, you actually did really well you came up with something every time. So there's never an incorrect answer to that question. I think you you had a bigger expectation of yourself. But as you saw, even if you found it difficult, think you did you weren't doing it properly, you were doing fine. You did really, really well. I think that's one of the other things I've suffered from is this fear of failing, fear of, of doing yeah. things wrong. So I was thinking that you were expecting me to say a certain thing. And, and that obviously wasn't what the point was. Um, and I had to get over myself and get over that part of it. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever I say is fine, yeah? Yeah, yeah you got that. Yeah, you got that after yeah. a few sessions. I was like, whatever, <laughs> give me the smallest thing, whatever. Yeah, that's really good. Well done. Um, what would you say to anyone in your situation? And I'm really mindful of, you know, like we said at the beginning, you know, so many women can relate to exactly as you described it small children demanding you know being in a relationship demanding being in a job demanding especially with women you know lots and lots of demands on them what would you say to anyone who's feeling the way you did and is thinking about different therapies and in particular solution focused therapy was there any advice if you imagine talking to someone like that now what would you say i would say that you need to be willing to put the work in and to put the negativity to one side because if you continue to cling to it and you continue to almost hide behind it you won't allow yourself to get better and to be able to see that you actually have so much positivity already in 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 your life um and 
the solutions focus therapy I would suggest is better than something like CBT just because it gives you that um, idea that therapy doesn't have to make you feel rubbish it it's it, it can actually lift you up and it can make you feel like you are regaining control every second that you're in that session and it just gives you that empowering feeling as, as you've already said Jin of I can I can do this myself I mean you are the only person that can do it but it, it gives you that empowering feeling that yes I, I can actually do this I can get my brain to work with me instead of against me um unfortunately I think that's part of the problem isn't it is that yeah. your brain works against you yeah. like, come on yeah <laughs> be yeah. my friend <laughs> yeah it goes into um, survival mode yeah that's all yeah it's looking after you it's your minder so it's, it's just trying to look after you um, but yeah, so, you know, I, I, you know, I love solution focused therapy for exactly that reason. You said, why, why are we talking about problems so much and analyzing them when it's time to move forward? And the actual definition of therapy is to get better. Yeah. So, you know, you know, that's what we want. So I, I want you to leave me with what does the future hold for Kirsty now? What's what's the future looking like from where we were with a full, full and overflowing stress bucket? <laughs> what's the future holding for Kirsty now? Oh, everything anything that I, wow. I want to do that I want to um anything that I might want to change um there's still there'll always be that um that anxiety obviously with me it, it obviously won't ever ever leave me but I can manage it and it's it's just not going to stop me um from from making changes that I need to make um from you know doing things that maybe scare me a little bit um I can keep my focus um in the intelligent brain now so that has helped me be able to plan um be more organized be more sure of myself um it's just made me feel like you know what yes i can do this and now when i look at that certificate i look at it my degree certificate and i think you know what yep i did that that's mine i earned that and no one can take that away from me um and that that was a <laughs> that was a bit of a teary moment when I was I was uh because I'm still working from home it's it's above my desk um and I just remember looking up at it and I just thought you know what you are good and, and you're good at you're good at what you do at work you're good at, uh, at being a mum um you just have to remember it um and even when you have those down days because as 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 you said as well Jin you can have you should have these these feelings that you can't just wipe them out but it's about not letting them take over your life yeah. um, and that's what solutions has helped me do it's helped yeah. me put them put it bring it back bring it down um get that sort of bar of control back where it needs to be um and i just i feel stronger in myself um and and just all around happier <laughs> Good, fantastic. Oh, I've got something in my eye, Kirsty. Just excuse me. <laughs> oh my God. When you said I can do anything I want to do, I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I would just want to thank you for doing this recording, first of all, you know, because, you know, we're trying to help as many people as possible. So mm. thank you for that. But also, it was an absolute pleasure working with you because you made it so easy. 
you were totally on board <laughs> I know you think you, you couldn't answer questions you answered everything you did the work you were very willing you were like a perfect student you were like a sponge just absorbing everything so you made the Thank job you. easy and the results speak for themselves right so um, yeah. thanks so much for recording this thank Cheers. you thank you very much Well, I hope you enjoyed that. That was, I certainly did. It was just lovely talking to Kirsty. And isn't her accent just lovely as well? Really like her accent. It's so nice. I really was trying to, you know, both of us were chatting that, you know, I think so many women can relate to exactly how Kirsty felt originally, you know, overwhelmed with life, wanting to be the best mum, a career person, a wife, a friend, a daughter, all those things, you know. It just put so much pressure on herself and she couldn't really see all the things she had achieved. She was a brilliant mum. I mean, the first time I spoke to her, you could tell she adored her children, but she just didn't feel good enough. She studied herself and, and got all these achievements. and But still, the, the certificate was in front of her. It just wasn't good enough. And so that was just making her self-esteem just go down, 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 down and knocking confidence as well, which meant that, you know, uh, I, you know, I think she won't mind me saying, I think I felt like everyone was taking advantage of her and her nature. She's such a lovely nature, but it's so lovely to hear that she's got her boundaries back and she's just onwards and upwards. She's, you know, ready to take over the world by the sounds of things. But again, just enjoying her children and her family, and especially when they're young, you know, this time was going to pass her by if she didn't get a handle on it. And she got a handle on it so quickly. Uh, I cannot tell you, just within weeks, she there were these small differences. And I love her story about um, the McDonald's drive through was, She was laughing when she told me that story. She said she didn't realize that that was an issue for her until she was like, oh, actually, I'm fine. I'm going to count out my money and I don't care who's in the queue behind me. Uh, and this um, person at McDonald's is waiting for my payment. They're just going to have to wait. So she took control back. And that's what it's about, saying, taking that control back. Overall as well, you know, um, we don't have to make these big life changes. I say it to all my clients, but you know, there's Kirsty's in, in the same job for now anyway, in the same job, same children, same partner, same house. She didn't have to make a big life change in order for that to happen. Her perspective on her life changed. She suddenly realized, yeah, I've got all these wonderful things going on in my life. Um, and that doesn't mean that we deny problems in solution focus work. We did actually talk about the problems and the issues in our first initial phone call and at the beginning of the very, very first session. So we knew what we had to deal with, but we didn't sit and ruminate in them and keep going over them as well. So now by focusing on the present to start off with, Kirsty appreciated that, focusing on the present and what was going on now, what she did have. She's now focusing on a very positive future for herself. So I hope you enjoyed listening to that as much as I enjoyed chatting to Kirsty myself again, because it's always lovely to catch up with any of my clients as well. If you are an ex-client of mine and you would like to do a recording, please get in touch with me. There might be something in it for you as well. Might give you a little treat uh, of something and a gift from me. If you would like to record a podcast episode, I don't have to use your real name if you'd prefer not to. And as you heard there from Kirsty, you don't have to share everything. I won't push you because I do appreciate that confidentiality. My aim in these interviews is to get a client's perspective on what they liked and if they didn't like anything 
about solution focused work so that listeners could have that perspective as well. Obviously, I'm very biased, um, but I do want people to hear that from another point of view. And if there's anything that you can relate to there as well. So I'm going to leave that one there for today. I hope you enjoyed it, like I said, and I'll look forward to seeing you next time for some more Stress Bucket solutions. Until then, take care. Bye for now. Thank you.